Jewish Money Matters, episode 322, Ask Yael. You're listening to Jewish Money Matters, the podcast where Jewish wisdom and spirituality meet your money and your business. Money is a means to serve God in this world with joy, to build a life that leaves an imprint way beyond our time in this world. I want you to discover the secrets to Jewish wealth, to gain practical and spiritual tools to break free from the shackles of financial worry, to design the joyful, rich life that your soul desires. Welcome to Jewish Money Matters. I'm Yael Trush, and I'm so glad you're here. You're listening to Jewish Money Matters. I'm Yael Trush, your host. Welcome to the show. How is everybody doing? It's been a minute, I know, but I hope you've been keeping up with some of the fabulous episodes we've been having on the show. The week of Pesach, I want to say yes. Right before the Seder, we had Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson on the show. This is one of those episodes that I'm sure will become one of the most downloaded episodes around here. We did a deep dive into the why of money. It was such a wonderful conversation. And it's it's one of those, I want to say foundational episodes where you really need to hear this in order to get the foundation of what is the Jewish approach to money? How should we be uh, viewing it, approaching it, etc.? I would say that episode, um, and then the episode with his brother, Rabbi Simon Jacobson, is another one that I would consider a foundational episode. Also the episode with Rabbi Shays Taub, I'll call them all foundational episodes. It's a foundation. Uh, so if you didn't catch Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson on the show yet, then do so. Uh, it's what, two episodes ago? That's it. The last episode is also phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal with Dr. Jonathan Donat, the co-founder of Daily Giving. Such a wonderful individual and such a wonderful organization. I mean, you've got to listen to the whole thing and listen to what he discovered about his grandfather and how it ties into the reason that perhaps he, you know, being a chiropractor in private practice was ended up being the one to merit founding and running Daily Giving. Um, so yeah, it's it's a terrific interview. By the way, I just yesterday I heard that Daily Giving has now surpassed $9 million in charity since 2019. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And if you're not familiar with Daily Giving, you're about to become familiar with it. I guarantee that you will love it and you'll probably want to join, which brings me now to thank everyone who's signed up. All of my listeners who signed up, some of you emailed me directly saying that you joined Daily Giving um, because you heard it on the show. And so, and then some of you were so sweet to mention the show or my name when you, um, when you enrolled, when you signed up to be a daily giver. And so I've been getting notice of that from Dr. Donat, that there is, there are people who are signing up and they're saying that they heard about it on the show. I'm so, so grateful. And I'm so excited that we're doing this together. So thank you. I mean, I mean, I'm not surprised, right? I have a great audience. What can I say? I do. I have the best audience. Um, So if you're listening to this, and you're not caught up on what daily giving is about, or even the interview, just go to listen to that. Um, And then yes, of course, recent, uh, listen to the episode with Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson as well. All right. So on other news, You may have heard on social media that I was in Dallas. I came back from Dallas this week. Um, I had a great time. I got to speak for an organization called Jubling, Jewish Women's Business Leaders Network Group. Oh my gosh, they did a phenomenal job. What a great organization, a group of women who've started it and uh, the the vibe, the um, the attendance, the energy in the room, everything was amazing. I, I, I'd mentioned on the show that I would, that, that I 
about the event. I mentioned it a few weeks ago. It was absolutely fabulous. And I want to welcome some of the women who were at the event who are now listening. Uh, so many women went up to me at the end of the talk and we got to know each other a little bit and they showed me that they had subscribed to the show. So if you're here, a new listener from Jubling, welcome. Welcome to the show. You got a lot of episodes to, <laughs> to binge listen, to catch up on. Um, so I got to speak for the ladies at Jubling and then the next day for the 11th and 12th grade girls at Missouri High School in Dallas. Also a fabulous audience and a very important audience. We, you know, we've got to teach this stuff to the younger generation. It's so, so important. That's why I like when sometimes listeners tell me, I listen with my daughter. <laughs> I think it's great. All right. So who wants to know what I spoke about? Um, well, I, you know what I spoke about because I told you a few weeks ago on my keynote was God wants you to be rich, Jewish strategies for career and financial fulfillment. But if you want to know the details, what were the strategies specifically, I think I might put together something for you because a lot of people saw pictures on social media about the trip and DM'd me asking me what I spoke about. So how I give you how about I give you something with the strategies that I shared with Jubling? Um, would you like that? I mean, I like the idea. Let me know and I'll get to work on that so you can access that next week. It would be my pleasure. All right. So now that we're caught up, let's go to our Apple review section and pick a reviewer of the week. This person will get a 20 minute call with me. And today we're picking a review that came in on Tuesday from PLZSTR. And she or he, he or she, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I don't think it says, uh, you know, I've been hearing that the male audience of this show has been on the rise recently, right? So, you know, he or she, whoever it is, PLZSTR says, informative, entertaining, one of my favorite podcasts by far. I love Yael's sharp mind, warmth, and relatability. She knows all the right questions to ask and answer and has taught me so much. I highly recommend you to listen. Thank you so much, PLZST. That was very generous, and I am so glad. It's, it's amazing. It makes me so, so happy. So be in touch. You can email me, Yael at yaeltrush.com, or DM me on Instagram, and I'll send you a calendar link for us to connect. Looking forward and listeners every week on the Friday episode, not only do I answer your questions, but uh, you can post a review of the show, a rating and review, and I will pick a reviewer of the week and you'll win a 20 minute session with me. So that is that. Let's go to our questions in the mailbag. The first one is from Lauren who asks on Instagram. She says, yeah, oh, do my kids have to give Meister from their babysitting money? Great practical question, Lauren. And the answer is yes, they do. Right. Meister is a mitzvah incumbent upon every Jewish person. And so your child, especially if they are above bar and bat mitzvah, which presumably they are if they're babysitting, also have to has to keep that mitzvah. Um, also, we want to train our children in the Jewish way to relate to and behave with money from an early age. This becomes a part of who they are and what they do. I, I think I've mentioned on the show before that I've spoken to many philanthropists over the years, Jewish philanthropists. I've been in different panels of philanthropists, not as a panelist, at least not yet, not as a philanthropist, not yet, but, uh, you know, and had also conversations here on the podcast and private conversations. And one thing that runs through every one of their stories is this is something my parents taught me to do from a very young age. Every money that I made, I always had to give 10%. It's what I saw my parents do and it's how I was raised, what I was expected to do. 
So I want you to take that into account. It's a habit that is built in to the child's education, right? It becomes something normal. It's not a struggle for them as adults because this is the way they know is correct for them as a Jewish person to deal with their money. So yes, Lauren, encourage, and everybody listening, encourage your children to give Meister from their babysitting earnings or, you know, whatever it is, dog sitting or dog walking or whatever it is. Tell them, also share with them how you do the same. You can show them your Meister account if you have one. You can help them deposit the money into that family Meister account, perhaps. Or you can ask them where they'd like their Meister money to go to. Engage in the conversation. Make it something that's real, that's normal, that this is part of what we do. It's very, very healthy. All right. Next question is from Anonymous, and she says, yeah, El, you talk about that percent, that 10% miser, but the reality is that we're, when we're left with that 90% and then the Jewish schools demand so much tuition, you're left with nothing to live on. How is one expect to give that 10% when we have so much tuition to pay? Anonymous, thank you for your question. This is a very important question and one that I think many in the audience struggle with. Um, especially those of us who are um, more observant and are paying for private Jewish education, uh, you know, not just not just a Sunday school, but a full-fledged, you know, day school tuition or yeshiva education. These private institutions are very, very costly. And, and you are right. We all have a beautiful mitzvah to educate our children. And that education comes at a very high cost. Um, you know, I like to say it's because it's so valuable, right? Um, we're not, you know, we're not shopping uh, Walmart quality. We're, you know, shopping Saks Fifth Avenue. <laughs> but in, in many states, the cost of tuition, uh, private tuition is astronomical. Um, you know, in fact, I, just like I say that when it comes to MISER, the math doesn't work. Like, how do you explain that if I have $100 and I give away $10, I actually end up having more money? We can't, right? We can't explain that. Our math doesn't work. But that's the fact. We know it from God, right? God's math does work, right? We end up getting more money. And we've ex- we have had so many episodes on this. But the, the point being here that I think the same applies here. The math simply doesn't work when you're talking about things like like this topic of tuition. It's 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 absolutely miraculous that we're even able to attempt to make it and to actually make it somehow. So so that's just to get that out of the way to like kind of put us in that mind frame that we're we're operating uh, on a supra rational you know kind of circumstance. However, a way you slice it, financing a Jewish education, a Torah true education, is nothing short of a miracle. And the only way to explain it is not math. The math won't work. The only way to explain it is God. That's the bottom line. Okay, so that brings us to the foundation of any answer that I could possibly give you and the foundation of anything that relates to your financial life or your career life. And that is absolute and exclusive, absolute and exclusive trust in God. We have to strengthen our because the more we trust in God, the more we see the openly revealed hand of God, the miracles that you know, I was referring to before, and I'm going to give you some practical tips. Don't worry. I'm not just going to tell you, you know, have bitachon, but, but, but I, I just want us to know that it is a fact. And the gate of trust explains that the more we put our trust in the only one who is trustworthy, only one, you know, capital O, trustworthy, capital T, right? The more he comes through for us, right? 
that's God Almighty. And he, and here I also want to reference the analogy of the faucet that the Luavitcher Rebbe gives us. Bitachon is like a faucet. When we have it, the blessings flow through. The faucet is open, right? When we lack it, bitachon, the faucet is closed. Nothing comes out. So actively working on strengthening your bitachon is always going to be priority and a very, very good idea. Now, let's bring it down to other practical actions. And you know, in addition to bitachon. And I think I would say two things. I think conversations with a few people here are important. Namely, one, our Rav, and two, the school. Our Rav, because Meister is a very nuanced and we have to learn what circumstances, under what circumstances are we required to pay Meister and, and when we aren't. And halacha, Jewish law is not black and white. There will be ways that you might not know about that reduce your Meister obligation, or they, there might be ways, I should say. Um, for example, certain amount of debt or a certain, you know, just the entire financial picture, right? Uh, there might be a particularly difficult or complex situation that might reduce your Meister obligation or there also might be a circumstance where some of, depending on, you know, the children that you have and their gender and their ages, you know, some of my, some of your tuition payment can be paid with MICER money. And so you want to find out what that is. You want to find out where does this all apply? Where does halacha apply to your particular situation, to your particular income, to your particular debt level, to your particular number of children, to the ages of your children, the gender of your children, you know, um, so you want to talk to a Rav, and, and this might even apply for other similar expenses that are not tuition, right? There might be other expenses that you might be able to take out of Meister. So I would say it's very important for you to sit with a trusted Rav and discuss your financial situation and ask questions. And you might need to consult again in a few months down the road as your financial situations situation changes or as your kids grow and you know it's always a good idea to have somebody that you can consult with um and consult with periodically okay so that's 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 one important suggestion and then the other one is the other conversation that i think is also important and that we often neglect to have is with the school i think sometimes it comes with a lot of shame and um you know i know it's hard um and, and in some levels, you know, beyond the, the shame, there's also, you know, it becomes a little difficult, especially nowadays, the, the more the schools become more systematized and all the financial stuff is dealt, um, dealt with via a system and, you know, not a particular person, perhaps it might be hard to really know or have access to the right person to talk to. And we might even feel like there's no willingness from the top let's say, let's call it in the top, right? To talk to us. I think again, bitachon, like we have to know that we have to do our part and we have to aim to have a conversation with the school. Obviously, we're not trusting the person at the other end of the conversation. We're trusting that this is just Hashem wanting me to work within nature and ultimately the result is going to be in God's hands. But I have to do what I have to do and engaging in a conversation, in a human, heart-to-heart, vulnerable conversation with somebody in the administration, with head of school, it's part of shtatlus. It's part of natural effort. Um, and we have to remember something we've said on the show before, that at the end of the day, there are humans running these institutions and people appreciate humanity. Like people are receptive to honest conversations that make us human. So, you know, don't 
ignore the payments, don't ignore the phone calls, rather be proactive and approach the head of school or whoever you need to and talk about your particular situation and discuss some ways that you can um, ameliorate the situation or ease it or, you know, etc. So two important conversations, Arav and head of school, okay? And then lastly, and this goes back to the bitachon piece, <laughs> I told you it's a foundation, and that is that I, I, I want to remind us again uh, that regardless of what Jewish comedians say, worry is not a Jewish badge of honor, right? And, and also to remind us that we are never victims. If God is sending a situation our way, it is because this is a tremendous growth opportunity for us. So, and again, this is not directed at you, Anonymous, in particular. This is a message, a reminder for me, a reminder for all of us, right? And the message is that as frustrating as it might be, the challenge of how to afford Meister, how to afford tuition and everything else, you know, what they call Jewish orthonomics, which I've spoken, I think, on the show before, you know, that that challenge or that, you know, pa- that package, that situation is really sent by God himself in his infinite kindness. It, it seems like it's from the school or the administration, or the, but really it isn't, right? It, it's not the heads of school. It's not the administration. It's not the boards. So let's talk to God too. <laughs> let's see where God is trying to push us towards. What's the growth opportunity, right? Rather t- than looking at this as, as, as something that's being done to me, look at it. Let's get out of the victim mentality and look at it from what does God want from me? And I know it's easier said than done. Um, but, you know, I think we all need the reminder. So we go back full circle to that bitachon piece. We all have to learn it and we all have to apply it. And with that, I will also remind everyone that you can join my weekly bitachon class for free every Thursday. It's actually for ladies. So again, I know we've had a lot of new um, listeners, um, male listeners, and we love you and we welcome you, but not for our bitachon class. We'd like to stick it to the ladies only. So if you are a woman listening and you haven't joined our bitachon class, you are more than welcome to do that. It's every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern on Zoom, or you can get the replays every week and watch them later. We have a lot of students, participants from Israel who say they watch it every Friday morning because we send out the replays every Thursday after class. So all you have to do is register and you do that at yaeltrush.com forward slash bitachon. And that is a wrap, my friends. Thank you to Lauren and to Anonymous for your questions. And thank you to PLZST for your kind review. I look forward to connecting and remember to send in your questions for next Friday's episode, emailing me at yael at yaeltrush.com or sending me a DM on Instagram at yaeltrush. And if you want to know what were the Jewish strategies for career and financial fulfillment that I shared on my keynote recently in Dallas for Jubling, let me know and I'll put something together for you. In the meantime, I want to wish you all a Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>